Welcome to 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music's very own Kerry Lacey. Hi guys, welcome to week three. On today's podcast we're going to talk about the HSC music questions. At the moment in New South Wales many students are sitting their trials and particularly the music students they've got a lot of questions to answer so I thought I would go through some simple tips and processes on how to use your assumed knowledge and keywords to help you answer questions. So in today's podcast I'm going to be referring to a question from the 2015 Music 2 HSC paper. It's question one, Rompe Sprezza by Scarlatti. Now in order for you to follow along, you could head on over to the website, Clarissa Custom Music, that's K-L-E-R-R-I-S-A, custommusic.com.au. Go to the latest news tab and you'll find the post for podcast week three. It's here you'll find the PDF outlining the tips I'm talking about today as well as a copy of the question paper itself along with the score and the embedded audio and also speech bubbles explaining all the tips and tricks that I'm talking about today. So it's a great little resource that you probably want to get your hands on. So today we're going to look at this question one from the 2015 paper. So the first thing I recommend you do, the very first tip, is to look at the title of the piece of music and ID the time period. Now on the PDF document that I'm leaving with you on the website there's some online locations that will help you if you're not sure of the different time periods in music. This one says it's Rompe Sprezza by Scarlatti and the date written is 1706. Now that firmly tells us that we're in the mid to late Baroque period. So it's at this point in time you can pull up all of your assumed knowledge about the Baroque period. For example there's possibly going to be imitation sequences. You might find that there are specific instruments because back in the Baroque period there were only certain instruments available in the orchestra. You're not going to find tubas and coronglais and bassoons and contrabassoons rather because they just weren't invented then. So make sure you know what your Baroque orchestra instruments are. In this case you're told that it's a soprano, a trumpet and a continuo. Well you need to know what a continuo is. Radio, so make sure that you know your topic, your Baroque topics or your particular time periods, and all of the concepts or the elements that go to make up that particular time period. My second tip is to know those devices, like I said, sequence, pedal point, tears to Piketty. If it's in a minor key, you might find it ends in a tears to Piketty, circle of fifths, you might find fugal entries, you're going to find terrace dynamics. You're going to find imitation or antiphony, which is a fancy word for call and response. So make sure you do know your compositional devices. Tip number three is to look at the question and ID the words. Now in this case, the question is asking you to describe the relationship between the continuo, the trumpet and the soprano. Now the word describe is a very cool word. All it needs you to do is to tell us what you see. I don't know how many of my students struggle with the word describe. They think it needs to have a reason. No, just tell me what you actually physically see happening on the music. That's all you have to do. It's a very simple word within the question. The next is the relationship. So you need to talk about why the two things are doing what they're doing because they must be a relationship. 
happening within these parts somewhere in some way shape or form whether it be that they're melodic roles maybe they've got harmonic roles maybe they're doing both maybe they're communicating in some way that there's some form of relationship going on that you need to find once you've looked at the actual words in the question and by the way on the PDF document I give you a whole bunch of other words like identifying because describe and identify is a completely different tactic to say explain or compare those two words require a completely different angle on how to answer the question so too to to things like how are the concepts used how is pitch used how is duration and then there's questions that talk to you about pitch duration dynamics and expressive techniques tone color so there's lots of different things then there's the unity the variety and the contrast questions that you will find in your paper as well so there's lots of key words that you can investigate and look at what is actually required what's being asked of you by those keywords with this particular question however it's described the relationship so in tip number four the next part of the question says you have one minute to look at the score my tip number four cannot be simpler put pen to paper on the score mark the piece of music with the things you find if you see antiphony, which is a fancy word, like I said, for call and response, then put a line connecting the two so that when you're talking about it, you can identify that as call and response. If you notice that there's a pedal point, then circle it so that you talk about it. If you notice that you've got a TS picketty, then put some code at the end so you know that's what you're talking about. If there are some sort of interjections or fills, maybe there's a sequence, maybe there's imitation at the fifth or imitation at the octave then mark it so that on the actual score so that you can talk about it later in your two minutes or your 30 seconds or whatever you've got to actually write in tip number five this is really important listen is for listening when a piece of music is being played you should be eyes on the score you should be marking that score with anything else you hear and or see for example, in this question, continuo is not an instrument. Continuo is a group of instruments. So when you listen to the piece of music, that's your opportunity to identify what the instruments are. Because a continuo could contain a number of different combinations. It could have a harpsichord or an organ. It could have joining those two instruments or one of those instruments. It could have a double bass. It could have a cello. It could have a bassoon. It could have all sorts of things in that continuo. And it could just have one instrument. So make sure that you listen for listening. Okay, make sure that when you listen, you actually do listen and look at the score. Tip number six. This is the most important tip, I think, for me when organising an answer to a question. Do things in order. The piece of music starts with. It is followed by. The trumpet does this. So-and-so has the melody. The continuo plays the harmonic accompaniment supports the melody which is played by these people do things in order follow the score along and explain what you see or describe what you see in the score happening as far as relationships are concerned it makes it so much easier to read and if you're not great with sentences then use point form I always teach my students how to write power sentences a power sentence will be discussed in a later podcast but it's something that gives you the maximum amount of terminology to describe 
a piece of music. For example, say you have a melody. This particular melody might be an ascending melody. So instead of writing melody, write an ascending melody. This particular melody might be played by, I don't know, trumpet. So you might say the ascending melody played on the trumpet. Now this particular melody might have more in it, for example, it might ascend using semiquavers. So this ascending semiquaver melody is played by the trumpet. It might have a particular tone colour, it might be in its upper register or upper tessitura. So this extremely high piercing ascending semiquaver passage played by trumpet or melody played by trumpet. It might have a sequence. The ascending scalic passage played by the trumpet is followed by a descending sequence. Yeah, there's all sorts of words you can go to describe. Don't just simply say the trumpet plays the melody. Try and get as much information about that melody as you can when writing your description. Now, in the actual question paper that I've put on my website, I've also put a sample answer. So you can see how I've used point form in a lot of ways to produce an answer because otherwise you could be there writing for hours and hours and you've only got two and a half minutes to write an answer. So make sure that you, you maximise your time sensibly. So I hope this helps in answering some of these HSC questions. I'm going to be doing a lot of these type of podcasts where I talk about particular types of questions. The words that are used in these questions like describe, compare. I'm going to talk about the analysis. I'm going to talk about how to identify elements within the score. Also in the PDF document I have put a link to my score reading package. I have a great little score reading package I did in connection with Orchestration Online which is a great resource. All free of course and please by all means go and check that out. So if you're weak at score reading this will help you to look at some of those big orchestral scores that as I said you might find a little bit weak. So until next time I hope that you're finding this particular one useful. Don't forget, jump onto the website, www.clarissacustommusic.com.au. That's K-L-E-R-R-I-S-A, custommusic.com.au. Or consequently, go to Kerry, K-E-R-R-I, Lacey, L-A-C-E-Y.com.au. If you've got any questions or you want to chat with me, you can find me on Facebook under Clarissa Custom Music. Or consequently, you can drop me an email, kerry, K-E-R-R-I, at kerrylacy.com.au. Until next time, have a great afternoon. For more tips and tricks, head on over to clarissacustommusic.com.au.